Falcon fans, Falcon fans, Falcon fans. You already know what it is. And you already know what it do. It's your boy Jack Spade checking in for one time for the fans. Yeah, I got the crew with me. Don't worry. They'll be here in a second. Bodie's been looking for this alligator. And uh, Chase is, uh, I think he's dog sitting. So we'll find out uh, when these boys get in here shortly. Uh, what's going on but they are chatting with me right now folks so uh the other podcasters are on the way we did have some technical difficulties tonight had to rise up tour uh meeting tonight so i was with big low country thomas um also uh miss allen too as well uh miss janae uh talking some falcons football not only that but talking about what's going on with the uh schedule release this week with the atlanta falcons so that's it's gonna be be pretty big. Like button, that share button, uh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, we got one guess. Oh, look, the Uber dropped both of them off together. They must have Uber pulled. <laughs> you know how every time we have a special guest, I usually look over here and like the security cameras in the parking lot, and I call country or whatever. No need for that today, y'all. They uh they got the clearance. Uh, Uber definitely dropped these guys off together. Um, <laughs> good to see you guys here. Uh, on one time for the fan right on time too as well right on time I said 8 15 8 13 was in here but that's my that's my team that's my homeboys man that's, that's the crew that's chase 1000 and frank um rolls off the tongue Bodie 3000 <laughs> what's up fellas welcome to the podcast episode no, 102 um, god damn it well what's going on Frank is uh that dog I hit for you um, the other day. You trying to get rid of <laughs> that stray dog? The stray dog outside your house? I had to come take out. That's Frank. All right. So let's get that. Let's be Frank. All right. Let's be Frank. Uh, shout out to Chase. One thousand in here, Bodie. How y'all doing? Um, did y'all split the Uber fare? Or Des gave it to us for the free. Des gave us to it for the free. Des did. Des, a Des dollar sighting. No, already. actually, um, actually, Chase, you took a cab. Jeez. Shit, so where did you find one in the studio? That's right, you're you're down there in Bashley. Big bunch of cabs out there. <laughs> Don't even got a cab system. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Ah, one time for the fan. We have our crew here. Of course, we're, we're sending telegrams. <laughs> Shit. Uh, shout out to Big Low Country Sports. Shout out to Thomas Scott, uh, everybody from the Rise Up Tour, uh, Miss Allen. Once again, we was talking about uh, the upcoming schedule release, so that's why we're a little bit late tonight um, for myself. And then Bodie and Chase, um, I'm glad that you guys are here. So we have a lot going on. We're going to talk some Falcons football. Of course, the chat is always lit. Falcon fans from any Falcon group, shout out to you all. Hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. We are we are like right there next to 400 subscribers. So let's get like, try to get it to 400, please, like. What more can I say? Uh, help us out. Shout out to Deshaun Cosmo in the chat. First in here. Uh, he was here, I think he was here since 3 p.m. waiting on us now. Uh, in the Ferrari of the Jaguar, switching four lanes with the top down, screaming now, money and thing. You, Deshaun, are you just copying and pasting this? Because you're like always spot on with the words. Like, this is some shit that, you know, sometimes I was listening to growing up and just forgot about. And, you know, this, this is spot on. Every time he's in here, first time. Like money and thing to shine. Let me borrow ten dollars. <laughs> is he trying to be the newest member of Southern Silk? Is it possible? Hey. 
Shout out to Deshaun yeah. Cosmo in the building. What's Die good, hard Deshaun? Atlanta Falcons fan. Of course, you know we got Kenny in the building. He said one time, hashtag one timers. You see the emoji? What's good, Kenny? One time got our emojis. We got the emojis, y'all. That's how you know you're doing big things. You got your emoji. Always use the emoji in the chat. Shout out to Kenny. He said one time with the emoji is grind time. Players are ready to put in that work, just like you guys do all the time. Let's get it. Appreciate That's right, y'all. Uh, we celebrated our 100th episode of the podcast recently with executive producer. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Emmy-nominated executive producer, Miles um, Garrett from Fox 5 Atlanta. Shout out to Miles. Um, he was in here talking some Falcons football with us after the draft. And then we had the Falconator on Wednesday, who's going viral right now. Shout out to everybody who's been purchasing the shirts, too, as well. Don't forget, it's for a great cause. This has nothing to do with football. Um, when it comes to purchasing the shirts, all donations and proceeds go to uh, Vinny's son uh, with his health care and treatment, too, as well, for what they're dealing with. So it's a lot going on. So shout out to the Falconator for taking the time out of his day. Should have been a 15 or 20 minute conversation turned into like a whole hour. He was on a circuit of doing different podcasts and 11 Alive News and 92.9 and Good Morning America or football or he was everywhere. Rich, Rich Eisen. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the Falconator who getting a chance to stop stop by and talk with us uh, this week. So that was cool. So now we're back on our Sundays, our Sunday show. Of course, you know, every uh, Sunday, every, every every other Wednesday, every now and then, Chase, Bodie, I think, you know, we tend to do Wednesdays every now and then. Our original plan when we first started was every Sunday, every Wednesday, and we did a full season of that. But now it's the mm-hmm. off season. So you might see a pop yeah. up here and there. But check us out every Sunday, guaranteed. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere you think about one time for the fan is there. Yeah. We're legit, y'all. Yeah. We had to not do the Wednesdays because you be shoveling up Noah on Wednesdays. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah, one time for the fan has celebrity DJ Dan was in here with us too as well um, for draft night talking Falcons football with us live from where cigar bar wherever he was he was somewhere at the club we had to mm. step outside he said can't wait for the schedule to come out also Bryce is sitting so we got Andy Dalton uh, who we can definitely handle let's have a great show so here's the thing about the Bryce Young situation You you drafted this guy at one, and now you're going to possibly sit him behind Sam Darnold. Hmm. I'm glad we're not talking about the Panthers too much here on the podcast, but <laughs> they are our opponents this year. Of course, being in a division, I don't see Bryce Young being much of a factor, even if he is playing. I think the Falcons are built to contend with any single one of these teams from the Saints to the Bucks to the Panthers. But to see the Bryce Young quarterback situation with Darnold, Bodie, it's crazy. But then again, I'm a Falcons fan. I don't care. It sucks for them. Darnold's not going to lead the way for them. Um, but then again, it's a way for Bryce Young to develop. You can say positive. If you want to say it as a fan, oh, yeah, he can learn behind Darnold, that type of shit. Who, whatever. For a Falcons it, fan, it, not, we don't care not, who we got out there. Darnold. We're going to win the game. It's actually yeah, Dalton, right? It's Dalton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you said Sam Darnold for like three minutes. Was it Darnold? Is Darnold a dog? <laughs> he, he was there last year. Okay. Um, Darnold's in a 49ers, I believe. Yes, he is. So, I mean, Darnold, I feel, Dalton, trash, same thing. I mean, they both the same thing. But, you know. Yeah. Are we worried about Bryce Young Chase? Nah. No. <laughs> not at all. 
I ain't worried about it. Um, I think it's – I really believe the height is the issue. A lot of people say that's goofy because he played in Alabama and did so well. But I think height has a lot to do with NFL. You got bigger boys coming at you on the other side of the ball, you know. So, I don't believe it's too big of an issue. With what Ryan Nelson's growing on our defense, I don't think, honestly, any NFC South, North, East, West team is too big of a threat, if we're being honest. Other than the Eagles, that'd be a nice matchup. But – if they perform from what paper shows, we should be a dominant team this season. On paper right now, we're looking real good. We're going to get to the roster, training camp roster here shortly. Jeff Wolf said, technical difficulties? Yes, Jeff. Happens every once in a while. Shout out to Jeff Wolf in the chat. Yeah. Bryce Young, Steve Young, Vince Young, Young Money. Red Swarm said, get your ones up. Already. One time for the fan. Shout out to everybody checking in. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, wherever you're watching from whatever Facebook group, Falcons Society, Rise Up Tour, uh, Falcons Rise Up Family. There's so many Falcons groups out there. Shout out to everybody who's uh, putting these groups together. Also, everybody from one time for the Atlanta Falcons, uh, one of our groups, too, as well, that uh, we started up. Um, Lisa Shepard, she's a one-timer. Hashtag one-timer checking in with the one up. Number one. Jarnell. Oh, he changed his picture. The Jags fan changed his picture so you guys can see yeah. his face now. Yeah. He said, put down the Call of Duty. Mm. <laughs> put He's down a Jags the fan, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's a Jags put fan. Appreciate the view, cause <laughs> <laughs> Pamela Johnson said, hello, Jack. What's going on, Pamela Johnson? What's good? What's good? What's good? Sterling Woods said, what's going on today? What's good, Sterling? Mm, not much, man. Same. Champion. Yeah. Rise up, brother. Chat's going crazy. Matthew Bass is in the video. Say, rise up, fellas. Can't wait for the season schedule. Yeah. Rise Can't wait to up. Ready, ready, ready. Thursday. It will only be in the Rise Up Tour group. I will also broadcast on uh, the Facebook page and I'll broadcast on YouTube as well. Won't be in all the other Falcons groups that's normally posted. Thursday is the scheduled release show that has to do with the Rise Up Tour, right? It's a traveling group of away fans that was started from uh, me and my good friend Thomas. Uh, and, of course, is two of us started it, and now we're over uh, 1,100 members in the group. Diehard, dedicated fans who travel to away games, um, who love to show up to the meet and greets. Uh, the some of the events that we plan too as well. Either it's a breakfast, it's a brunch, a dinner, an outing. But you see in New Orleans, we had so much stuff going on. Some fans can connect, and then some fans be like, "I see you later. I see you later. I see you later." Because there's so much going on. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of fans who rock with the Rise Up Tour, and fans want to know what is going on with the Rise Up Tour. We had a meeting tonight, talked about a lot of the upcoming schedule. Uh, some of the events that we're trying to put together, locations, Arizona. Don't forget, we're going to Arizona. We're going to Carolina, Tampa, New Orleans, New York. Play the Jets. Chicago, Chicago, Detroit. Who am I missing? Jacksonville. Jacksonville, and what? What else in that division? Uh, Tennessee. So, and don't forget about the playoff game, home or away. So, we have a lot of things going on for the Rise Up Tour. Yes, I threw the playoff game in there too as well because we're going to win the division. Jano said, you know all about that player fly, though, Jack. Yeah, player fly, man. Shout out to player fly, man. Y'all know about player fly? Chase, you know about player fly? Can't no. say I do. No. Chat, y'all know about player fly? Y'all know about player fly from Memphis? <clears throat> this is no. back like when 3-6 Mafia was like back in the day. 
This is timing right the third day. This is uh, not where eight ball MJG days. That's that's some old stuff. Little yeah, Jeff Wolf said newer Millie Vanilli. Yeah, shout out to Jermaine, diehard Atlanta Falcons fan. He said, What's up, fan? Shout out to Jermaine. Good, Jermaine. Good. Falcon fan, hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that. Yeah, Chase that big ass dog. Hey, your dog bigger. Your dog, your dog bigger than that, Chase. Nah. The one I was barking in, in the video earlier. The, <laughs> the audio. Yeah. Chase got this five hundred pound dog bark, <laughs> barking like that's who. That wasn't even, that even my dog, bro. Hey, y'all feeding this dog? Damien Jones said, "What is your production expectation from Bijan in terms of TDs versus yards? Thinking he'll get the uh, yards between the twenties." Uh, but it won't translate into additional TDs. All-purpose yards is big for me with Bijan. That's all I need him to do is eat. That's yeah, all I need yeah. him to do is eat. I'm seeing a young yeah. CP, like when he first came here to the Falcons, probably like, you know, eight touchdowns receiving-wise, maybe between six and 12 touchdowns rushing-wise. Don't forget, Tyler's going to split some reps and CP's going to split some reps. But all-purpose yards-wise, what he can do, he's going to be heavy in that receiving game too as well. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind what Bijan can do receiving wise. Falcon fans kind of y'all look at the running game on the tape. Look at his passing game. Like his, his, yeah. his pass catching traits and skills is through the roof. Mm-hmm. Like this kid is yards at the catch and yak. Like he's after it. You know what I'm saying? Jason. And this man, don't let me rant, Bodie. Go ahead, man. I'm now I'm, I'm on the Bijan train. You feel what I'm saying? Now <laughs> he different. it's been a month. So you know, I mean, yeah, we all on it now. Um yeah, he you know no doubt. he's different. He's a beast. The man, the man different. So um, I say you get superstar talent at the top of the draft. You pick top ten, you try to go swing a home run, and that's that's what Terry said. I don't know if y'all watched, but Terry did an interview on uh, NBC Sports, I think, and he was speaking that same sentiment. He said he don't care who you are. Like he he didn't look at position when he drafted him. He looked at. Can you bring it home? Can you score? Can you home run hitter? That's what he's looking for. So, and I'm like, I was saying the same thing before the draft. I'm like, man, yeah, you got to. You look for to fill holes. We got a whole draft to fill holes. At the top, you go get that dog. Yeah. And that's what we got. Saying that he may create more points for Koo is something big because you're going to get a lot of red zone opportunities. And Falcon fans, that's what you want. If you're not going to score in the air or on the ground, football. if you create the red zone opportunity, Mm-hmm. Who's going to put the points on the board? It's about getting points on the board. And there's going to be situations where it's going to be those 17-17 games where you might not be able to score every down, every series. But you got a guy who can add to that offense that when you need him in critical situations, we've seen what he's done in college. I'm sure he's able to move the chains. The Falcons get the ball with two minutes left to go and you're under 25. You don't know what's going to be called. But you do know you have to now account for this young man, B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, John o. Smith, and then Tyler Algier. What package are they going to put on the field for most defenses you have to watch for? And this kid is a rookie, and I'm telling you right now, he's a rookie, but you're going to have teams looking at this kid like, dude, this kid is not what you think when it comes to being a rookie. Like, look at his skills. Look at his tape. There's going to be teams in the league lining up like there's a reason why he, the Falcons selected this guy. We have to close the box. We got to get nine or ten in the box, and that's going to open up the passing game for Ritter. There's going to be situations yeah. where people's going to say Bijan's going to be in the backfield. Okay, got the fullback in. Bam, bam. Bijan goes out into the slot. Whoa, whoa, what, what the hell? What the hell's going on over here? CP's on the field. Drake London's on the field. Kyle Pitts is on the field. Now teams are looking like they're finna pass. 
because you don't know what is going to be ran. The scheme is going to be crazy. You saw the opportunities we had last year with Mariota. Yeah. Well, we're not even supposed to say that name. We saw uh, the opportunities we had I'm last saying, year. Did you see opportunities? I mean, <laughs> Mariota was. There were some. I mean, we got. I mean, there was a couple. I mean, we had, we had up, chances. Over 20. Where- yeah. A lot of games you won, you lost by what? Less than a touchdown? Yeah. You was yeah. in the game. You had opportunity. That Charger game, that Drake London fumble from Khalil Mack was big. The Taekwon Graham drop game. in the, the Chargers Taquan game. The Taekwon Graham drop, you was in the game. Yeah, the, sure. the, 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 the Bengals game, I go back to it. You had It was 17-28. You stopped them on fourth and three. You could have went down there and scored and made it a four-point game, and you turned over the ball. You could have yeah, made every bro. game a game. Hopefully the Bucks game got away, but even up. the Bucks game with the Grady Jarrett sack, you came yeah. back in the fourth quarter and had an opportunity to go win that game too as well. Yeah. The goddamn Rams game, you were down 20-some points and came back and go win that game. Came a lot back. of opportunities out there. This roster Next has improved to where I think Bijan is going to be a big, big uh, factor in getting to the red zone, getting into those critical situations where teams are going to be like, wow, I can't believe the rookie's doing that. And he's... Hopefully. Vegas said what? Offensive that. rookie of the year, buddy? Yeah, he's a front runner. Vegas yeah. said what? Uh dynasty first in in fantasy fantasy football? Like he's going to be first one selected, first one yeah. of, should be Not selected. Even dynasty, even damn near might be first one um in regular fantasy football, just regular. Yeah. Man, but we haven't even got he'll to be our top segment 5 yet. for sure. We haven't even got to the what we wanted to talk about tonight. Fans in the mm. chat, appreciate those comments cuz we love talking about uh, what fans bring to the table. Preston said, I'll be repping that Bijan jersey this year. 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. Let's go for the rookie. So if he's getting 1,010, what Pitt's getting? Jeez. Mm-hmm. Got to put up five to eight touchdowns this year, Pitt. So what's Drake getting? At least, at least seven. So that's almost 15 touchdowns from your receivers. Bijan rushing for 10 on the ground. What is he getting receiving? You're probably catching about four or five more touchdowns. So that's almost 20 touchdowns for Ritter. What is John New catching? John, all John New has to do is get what's Scotty Miller getting? I'm pleased. Yeah, he ain't what Jack Spade getting? Zero. All right, now you're going too far. Yeah, we talked about the production of what Ritter can have this year and how he can be a 15 to 30 touchdown guy this year. And it's something where this league, if your defense can win the game. You got the lead. You got to put up 40-something points every game. There's a lot of games where teams are winning 21 to 17, 23 to 10, 17 to 9. There's a lot of games where, you know, the defense is just a balanced game until one team kind of breaks out. Ritter doesn't have to be this GOAT. He doesn't have to be this 5,000-yard passer, 50-touchdown season. He just needs to be in the system where it's balanced enough to where your defense is getting the other team off the field and your offense is moving the chains to set up the team to score. And we'll take it from there. Bijan can get 10 to 15 touchdowns rushing on the ground. Yeah. Tyler can get five to 10 rushing on the ground. Pitts can get eight touchdowns receiving. Drake can get five touchdowns receiving and you're still winning games. And fans are like, how the hell y'all winning games with them? Ritter got 16 touchdowns. It's week 10. Bro, the whole team is eating. Running the piss out the ball. Running the piss out the ball. Defense making stops. It's a team game. God, man, we lit. And that's another thing. Um, I've been listening to stuff where folks talk about uh, Cousins. Uh, they saying um, after this season, maybe we'll go after uh, Kirk Cousins and stuff. Like, but they already writing off Ritter. 
They already saying yeah, he's they, gonna they, fail. They're already saying he's failed. They're already saying. So when you're going up through riding off of the river, hold on, hold on, real quick. Go ahead, brother. I was just saying they were saying they were sticking. They said, "Oh, this would be great. You stick cut cousins in this offense. He will thrive and blah 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 blah." And it's just it's it's disheartening, um, folks. He's he's last because I would say he's more unproven than anything, and he is unproven. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he has. We've seen it. We we got tape on him. We got four games of tape. Mm-hmm. We can see what he can do. And this that was his still rookie season. This is still rookie season for him. So mm-hmm. We got right. four games of tape. Coaches got way more than that. Yeah, what they got tape in practice and stuff practice like camp behind the scenes. I guarantee you, there's some stuff that you, anybody seen Riddle work out this week? Any video posted? Anybody? Anybody seen Riddle work out this week? Anybody see anything from Arthur Smith? Is he at the Flowery Branch? Anybody see anything? Nope. We don't know what's going on, but we know that Ritter is definitely working every day to get better. Coach is working every day to, to make this team better. And as we get ready for camp, boys, we've got to take a deep dive into this roster. Mm-hmm. We've got to take a deep dive into this roster because Falcon fans want to know. So since they want to know, let's go ahead and get straight to it. <clears throat> now we, like get to our first, we can get to our first topic now, Chase. Let's do it. 20, 20 minutes in. Let's do it. Great time. Jarnell said, Roll Tide. Any Bama fans in the chat? No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> John, Jarnell sounds like a troll, man. He's just trolling. <laughs> oh, no. He's definitely that. He's a Jags fan in a Falcons chat. If Bruh, this dude, this dude, Jarnell, we was at the damn uh, the camp. We was at a training a camp practice. Open camp. Right? And um, I think some old lady, some old Falcon fan, was like, asked him about, uh, you should get a Falcons jersey. I don't know. I don't know exactly what he said. He said, well, you should get a Falcons jersey. He was like, why? So I could wipe my ass with it? I'm like, she's like 65 years old. Like, I'm like, damn. Any he was respect? down there at the rope trying to get autographs, too. Yeah, he was. He was like, oh, Trevor, Trevor, come sign my authentic. Please, Trevor. Call for Trevor. Hey, can y'all get Trevor? Let me keep saying, hey, can y'all get, get Trevor? Trevor? Hey, can get Trevor? Can y'all get Trevor Etienne over here? Not shit. for you. Trevor ain't trying to sign that bullshit. That one Jags <laughs> fan on the hill over there. He over there talking Jags fan looking around oh, like, oh, I can't wait. When we face the Jags, too? when we face the oh, Jags, I want to bring him on the show. I want to bring him on the show. When we play Jacksonville, we see we get yeah, Trevor yeah. on the show. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun. And we show. want to go about the John Elba, get, get ready because we want to ask you about the years before Ramsey and the years after Ramsey. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> you better start right now. <laughs> I'm excited to see this year's Atlanta Falcons team, especially with the defense. Terrell Johnson, rise up, fella. What's good, rise Terrell? Up, rise up. Lucy and John Moreno said, rise up, guys. Rise, rise up. up. Hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that Thank subscribe button. Just yeah, a moment with the more. one. Let's see some more ones in the chat. Let's see some more. V in the chat with the red and black. Mm. What's good, V? That's going to work every time, V. Bring that in every time you <coughs> jump, jump I need that v picture. Red and black. I need to frame that shit. The Drake London? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's tough. That's tough as hell. I know it's taboo. Shout out to in the building. Say, I know it's taboo for a lot of so-called Falcon fans. But I hope DR9 shows uh shows out in this scheme. We all do. Yeah. Yeah, we got to see him crowd. Don't nobody in this chat want to lose? No. I don't think he'll have to 
like go win us games. I mean, like he's gonna have to be competent quarterback, but he isn't gonna have to just, you know, he, he ain't gonna have to pat Mahomes. I'm telling, I'm telling you, he's not gonna have to do all that. But we gotta be real, buddy. There could be a time when you have to pat Mahomes mm-hmm. this thing. Of course, you got the ball down yeah. one. I mean, I'm talking about Mahomes games. Yeah, this is the, the moment. Remember, Matt those had those games, moments. Remember, Matt had that. those moments. Those fourth quarter comebacks. Mm-hmm. Ritter's gonna have to have some of those moments too, as well, and it's gonna happen. You know, it's gonna happen. NFL's gonna play it to a way where you know you his know first win, his first game was almost a comeback win. The kids, the kids, a baller. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, he's got all the talent around him to succeed. He did it in college with lesser talent, so I believe this whole hand the reins over to Ritter, see what happens. If so, you're only if something if the plane crashes, you're only a year in. You know, so. Is this good to invest in Ritter? I'm I'm definitely rooting for him all the way through. I want to see him shine. I think he can do it. I mean, he went four games in the NFL, zero interceptions. So I think that's a big stat to look at. Shout out to all the Player Fly fans in the chat. Shout out to Player Fly. Y'all don't know who Player Fly is from Memphis, man. Player Fly from Memphis, man. Y'all know Cub from Memphis, man. As much music I listen to. Play fly, man. So player fly had he he's the artist that had the beef with three six like back then. He was the one that was going against three six like by himself. Him and uh uh whatever they his group that I forget what the name. Yeah, they, they must have buried him because uh nah nah he's still out there, he's living in Atlanta and everything now. Nah, he good now. Nah, they they I guess they squashed their beef and everything, but cuz made a song about DJ Paul's little arm and all that stuff, man. It was it was all over yeah, the place. Archangel said, uh, what away games are we going to? Jack Chase Bodie. New Orleans to show up. Definitely going there. That's definitely yeah. happening. Um, Jack, I want to go to Chicago. I want to hit Chicago. I just want to go there. I know they're ignorant. We'll whoop their ass. I, I can't wait. Probably, probably Tennessee. Tennessee is cool too. I don't know. Jack, I'm Orleans. not even sure yet. But we're gonna we're gonna hit something up. Bro. I, 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 when the schedule come out, I, I'll have yeah, a better idea. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of course. I don't know if you heard. It's projected that the Falcons could get uh, seven and a half wins this year. You taking the over or the under, Chase? As in over, saying we'll win over seven and a half. You games? think we're going to win more than seven games? Yeah, seven, uh, no seven games or under <clears throat> under seven games? Over, definitely over. At least by three games. That's that's a couple games more than what we had last year, wasn't it? Didn't they give us what two, three? Yeah, three, two, three, three two or three. Shit. And they gave us seven now. And we snuck what five last year from what they told us last year from what they what yep. they said. That's playoffs yeah. for us, folks. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take it. If Vegas is saying seven, we get in ten. It's playoffs. Hell, this division eight is playoffs. I say ten wins, man. I think we can do it. I can see ten that, wins. I don't see it. Like I said, the only team I see it. We don't even face them. I believe the Eagles. Hot take: ten wins. And you give you get rid of a mega extension contract at the end of the season to my mega deal. Yeah, I mean yeah, that, that was my signing for like thirty. You said Ritter a mega deal after the season. Ritter, he's got a ball. You got to show out. You got to show out because you know Terry funny with that money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not Terry funny with the money. <laughs> Terry well, balling out here. It's a good thing though. It's a good thing though. Cosmo Sways in the chat. He said, what's good, fellas? It's been a minute since I've been here, but I got a question. Does Bijan have to get 1,300 yards and double-digit TDs to justify the pick? Yes. Uh, I think he does. I think he does. And I, not from me as a fan, but as from a fan base 
as from uh, NFL Network. I believe they do. That have a pick, that big hype coming off that running back, I believe he does. Not only just because of what the NFL analysts say, but because of how our fan base are. Um, there was some saying Kyle Pitts was a bust. So, I mean, it's something to look at. You know, you want your fan base to back your number one pick, the best prospect, you know, coming out of college. So, yeah, I think he has a lot of weight on his shoulders. Bodie? Um, Cosmo, um, I don't think he does. We got too many weapons. Only, the only thing he needs to do is be the thorn in every defensive side when we play them. I, I think the numbers – he don't have to rush. I don't even think he had to rush for a thousand yards. That's the type of shit we own right now. He needs to have us working. He needs to have this offense flowing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's deeper than just the numbers. So so many folks get caught in the numbers. Like if you were caught in the Algier one thousand yard thing, of course you'd be like, oh, we don't like you can't get caught in the numbers. Obviously, the Falcons saw that we needed this weapon. Um, and for him to be um yeah, yeah, we got him high, technically high, but like what's high when you get the player you want to get? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's high when you get that guy? They, they picked Jameer Gibbs at 12 the Lions. They wanted him. They wasn't gonna fucking trade back. They wasn't they wasn't gonna nothing. They yeah, wanted to get of, him. I've seen where he was, he was on ranked three on a lot of boards, the uh, best player available. That, like, that's there was the a thing. couple of players who was supposed he, to be top ten. They a, slid back. He's a beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who you who you talking about, Jameer? No, just yeah. like Christian Gonzalez slid back, Devin Witherspoon moving up, oh, the tackle from yeah. Tennessee going 10. Just certain things you saw draft night, like, whoa, Skronsky where is this? dropping back. Yeah. Skronsky dropping back. Yeah, it's a couple I mean, things. Yeah, just a lot. yeah this, is, this is a freaky draft. So you're right. You get the player that you want. You get the player that you high. want. And you get the, you know, we got the best uh, offensive weapon in this draft. I think he doesn't have to come out blow blow us off the map with these numbers, 1,300 yards and 10 touch touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like, he don't have to do that. Like it'd be something else if he was playing like like Saquon over there. It's just Saquon. Saquon ran that team to the uh, a playoff, mm-hmm. and he gotta do that. Mm-hmm. And when we know, I think we know Bijan can do that, but he don't have to. Like why put why burn out his tread on his tires? Like it, it doesn't have to happen like that. So I mean, also the offense right opinion. now is not situated to where you need Bijan a hundred percent. Like he's the yeah. star player. He's the Bijan, guy you give the yeah. ball to every single second. And it's, a team is built a little bit different right now, and I like how the Falcons just added Bijan into the mix. It's not saying that, oh, my God, he's going to get 50 carries a game. No, I think he's going to be in a receiving role. He's going to be in a running back role. He's going to be all mm-hmm. over the field. Who knows where he's going to be? I heard his run blocking skills is pretty good, too. Most of the tape I've seen is running and catching out the backfield, but I heard his run blocking skills is pretty good, too, as well. But the transition from college to football is totally different. College to NFL is totally different. So we're going to see a different Bijan from college into the NFL. But what you could say is, Falcon fans, would you be happy if Bijan give you 750 yards with four rushing touchdowns and six receiving touchdowns where we're going to the, the playoffs? I'd be fine. I'm comfortable with that. 750 yards, full season, four yards, four touchdowns rushing, six touchdowns receiving, but we're going to the playoffs. We're number one in the division. Cool with it. Tyler just went right. over 1,000. Tyler has 10-plus touchdowns. That's the thing. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Cool Tyler, I wouldn't cool – at this point, Tyler would probably be that grinding pound guy. They'll get that ball to Tyler, and he'll be the Jamal Williams of this offense. He'll lead mm-hmm. the lead rushing touchdown. Like, I could see that. I could see Bijan having, like, five rushing touchdowns and maybe even more, five, four, five, or six receiving touchdowns. You know, it's it just – it's just it doesn't – it doesn't have to be so black and white that he's got to mm-hmm. – 
rush for 13, 14, 1500 yards and double digit touchdowns. For your like fantasy folks, it's yes, the impact. It's very you want important. the impact. You want the impact of the whole team. Because people who play fantasy football, they don't care about the team sometimes. If I have a running back or a wide receiver from the Vikings, I've had Justin Jefferson, I don't give a shit the Vikings lose. I want Justin Jefferson to go off because he's on my fantasy team. So most teams is like, man, why the Falcons ain't giving the ball to Bijan, bro? When they're sitting there watching fantasy football, not being us, the fans, sitting there saying, okay, the Falcons are doing well. We're up six points. Tyler got two on the ground. Bijan got what? Okay, got 46 yards. Fantasy football, they mad. Get the ball to Bijan 10 more times. That's not what coaches are talking about. You don't give a damn about that fantasy football shit. So there's going to be a lot of fantasy football fans mad that Bijan's not getting 1,500 yards and 2,000 yards and 25 touchdowns because they want to win their fantasy football league. The Falcons are going to use Bijan the way they want him to, the way they want to use him so they can help win games. And that's for mm-hmm. us, the fan base. Now, that's why I don't play fantasy football, you know, because can't get, I'll pick all Falcon players. It's like a whole team full of Falcon players <laughs> if I play fantasy football. So I'll just tell you right now, like, the way Bijan is going to be used is to help go win games. You can't be mad if Bijan doesn't get a thousand yards this year, but his his numbers receiving or yards at the catch or what, what was he in college? What number one in like broken tackles? I believe yeah, it was number one in broken tackles. And then yeah. Tyler Algier, the year he came out was like number two. Yep, so you got like two that. of the boulders in your backfield right now when it comes to running the ball and breaking tackles. And you saw what Tyler did last year. So all Bijan got to do is just add to that. CP, where does he fit in? CP got to eat too? Do we forget about CP? He got to eat too? (laughs) CP's going to be using probably your short yard situations, your third and ones, your second and twos, your goal line. Yeah. What a weapon that is. We can can put him anywhere too. They're going to eat. Because you know know Bijan and um, Tyler's going to run the ball, but you can put – you can put him anywhere now. Like, I think he'll be a more receiving threat here this year, more for sure. Y'all forget that uh, CP had 11 total touchdowns uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. He was eating out here in the mm-hmm. street. Like, in an offense yeah. that wasn't even built to win the amount of games that they won. And now you've improved had, over the past two years. Yeah, I think he had five uh five receiving and like six rushing six, touchdowns. Or yeah, it was around there. Either one, but he was in he was over 10. Yeah, but he was eating. Also with a quarterback yeah. that Falcon fans wanted out of the building, like immediately. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, I mean, let's not saying he's Matt Ryan, but he's he's gonna eat more than he's gonna eat. Remember that name too, folks, because we're gonna talk about uh what Bodie just mentioned uh in a couple minutes. Our next topic here though is about Bijan. It's about that number seven. And there's a lot of Falcon fans who are hot. Oh, good. Because you didn't, <sighs> you forgot about Koo. As soon as Bijan hit that seven, oh, you started getting mad, 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 mad. It was cool for Koo, I guess. Maybe it wasn't, you know. The question started I flying. Hear what I even say. got a question. Why didn't the Falcons just. Didn't give Bijan the number. Just leave it with Koo or just retire the number. Yeah. I said, I'm retire, finna... the num- retire the number. <laughs> I'm finna hit, retire I'm finna, the number. I'm finna I'm finna hit said, him Michael uh... Vick's number? You can't just play. I said, I said, wait a minute. I said, what? Retire the number. Chase, are we retiring number seven? Why would you? Bodie, are you retiring number seven? 
I'm not retiring number seven. Typical. I love Vic, but I'm not. I don't even know how to respond seven. to the question when he was like, "Why don't we retire?" That's Vic's number. I was like, "I was like, bro, did you just mention Vic to me?" Couldn't believe it. Bijan is your rookie. I don't know how the process went with the selecting of the numbers. If Bijan wanted seven and the Falcons agreed to it, of course it happened because he's now number seven. But you can't go out here and get mad at Bijan. Talking about that's yeah. Vic's number. And you talk night, they they getting real mad. You mad at the pick because we didn't get Carter, and then you mad about Bijan taking seven now. But you forgot about Koo. Nobody say nothing when Koo was winning your games, kicking field goals. But as soon as Bijan got to seven, people start getting hot. Why is that, bud? And you know is, why? Is the seven just that precious to them? I mean, it is. It's precious to me. Like I seven, I think of seven for the Atlanta Falcons. I think of Michael Vick and nobody else. Not even Koo. Even when Cooper was wearing the shit. Now, I didn't have a problem with it. Like I said, because Michael Vick came here, he electrified the city. He, um, and then he made his mistake. And he, you know, he didn't, he didn't do enough for the number to be retired here because he made a mistake. So mm-hmm. I feel that way. It's, it's just a near and dear to your heart, to most folks' heart, seeing somebody on offense wearing number seven. And the last real person to do that was, was Vick, right? Like, I don't remember nobody else wearing seven like that. I mean, all respect to but everybody knows seven as, as Vic. But yeah, so, I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, it mostly, most of them folks is just folks who mad that we didn't get Carter and, you know, stuff like that. But I, I've, I have – seven is near and dear to my heart, okay? But I'm buying a motherfucking jersey. I'm just going to tell you right now. The jersey's bought, Okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to look nice on him, too. And I said as soon as he got drafted and I saw the numbers that was available, it was like 36 and 40 and all these other numbers. I'm like, I don't want him. He got to have a number, a single-digit number for it to be five. I ain't think he'd get Kuz's number or Vic's number. Like Sheesh. But, uh, you know, um, it works. I'm not mad at it. And y'all shouldn't be either. Falcon fans. Hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. Don't be upset about Bijan uh, getting Vic's number. I think if a lot of fans are looking at it like, well, Koo had the number and then Bijan came and then he just took Koo's number and then y'all didn't give no respect to Vic. Nah, man, it ain't like that, man. I think a lot of Falcon fans have a lot of respect for Michael Vic. I'm sure members of the organization who's still there from the Vic era has a lot of respect for Vic. But the number's not getting retired. It's not happening. And Bijan Robinson, right now, for Falcon fans, is going to be your number seven. And... Out of block, I'm just saying. There's some people that saying, man, if Bijan can do what he's been doing in college, man, this could be a Hall of Fame running back. Yeah, very well could and be. Then the number seven might be retired, but not for Michael Vick. But for Bijan, if he if you give him 10, 12 years in here in Atlanta, he gets you a Super Bowl or two, becomes that Emmitt Smith type back, that LT Ricky Williams Barry style back. Sanders, oh yeah. man, Barry mm-hmm. Sanders, man. People's already talking about Hall of Fame career for Bijan. And there's a lot of journalists who's not bashing the Falcons. They're like, that pick that the Falcons made was smart. Yeah. So shout out to the Falcons journalists and the people who's covering the Falcons outside of Atlanta. Because there are some people that know football and saying, that pick that the Falcons made, that's a smart-ass move. All day long. Cosmo Sway. And don't forget here, we're not mad about the pick two as well. We support anything the Falcons do. We don't bash them too as well. Uh, Cosmo Sway said, I also, uh, I missed the draft episode. How y'all feel about the draft? Feel good? Check it out on the replay, bro. Check it out. 
Yeah, definitely check the replay. We had a lot of Falcon fans coming up in here talking Falcons football with us. You can see the live reaction to our pick when Bijan was selected. Uh, we just did the one show this year. Last year, we did three shows uh, for the whole weekend. Um, but we had a good time. We had Carrie in here talking Falcons football. Dan, um, man, I'm missing somebody. Jabri. Jabri. Archangel was in here. Uh, Denitrius was in here. Uh, man, we just have so many special guests all in the past year. But shout out to all the Falcon fans that tuned in uh, for that podcast. Um, that yeah. night. Yeah, Cosmo. If 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 a B. John Robinson didn't exist, I would have, I would have uh, said Jalen Carter. Even though you know it was the troubles and all that stuff, because that's what all that shit Lots came out about. All the stuff going on. So, uh, but B. John was the right pick, character wise and player wise, impact with his team. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, he seems like a very mature uh, young football player. A lot mature than some of these players we've seen in the past come out of the top ten. So <laughs> CP on the trade block. CP um he's gonna finish his career here in Atlanta. Falcons are not gonna let CP go. Um don't forget his production <clears throat> now. You've seen in the past couple of years, people have been talking about the, the back half of the season, CP's production been kind of a little bit different. Um, and that's because you've been using a lot of CP in the beginning half of the season, the first half. You used receiving role, running back role, and then Tyler getting into the swing of things last year, and now you got Bijan. You can see CP more of that Calais Campbell role. I only need you from like 60 to 65% of the time. And it doesn't mean I need you out there on first and 10, second down, and third down. I don't need that. I need CP to be a big factor. Because let me tell you something. Even at his age, CP goes out there in the receiving role, you're going to have teams looking over there like, bro, get on 84. Get on him. Yeah. And that's a guy in his 30s. Then you got Kyle Pitts over there with teams like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nah, nah, you got to watch eight. Nah, fuck that. I'm on five. Bro, who is watching Scotty Miller? Facts. That team's gonna be looking right now what we're playing against. And don't forget, we we just talked about Bijan. Huh? You got Man, people over there like bro, watch 84. Nah, bro. Eight, nah, five, bro. Mac Collins gonna do a drag. Nah, forget that. Bijan Robinson in the backfield. I'm telling you what's gonna happen this year, Falcons fans. Y'all gotta be prepared for what some of these teams that we're playing against is gonna be looking at when they see these fronts, and they're gonna be so much heavy rotation swapping in and out. Bijan might eat. You know, 35, 40% of the time in the first half. And then Tyler might finish the game running running ball running the ball in the second half. And Bijan's more in the receiving role. But we know somebody's gonna eat on this team. Coach ain't gonna put these players out here to 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 force a, to get a bunch of punts and a bunch of uh, turnovers. <laughs> they ain't trying to do all that. They're trying to move the chains and score some touchdowns. Yeah, not not like block like last year. Like block. Sheesh. Can't have that again. Shout out to Thomas Scott from the Rise Up Tour. Cosmos up, said, I'm Thomas. glad we didn't draft Carter. At this point, I am. I'm very satisfied with who we picked. So, my friend Janelle said, "Y'all, I'm confused. You acting like the Falcons about to have a spread offense? So, if you didn't see most of the offense we ran last year, Janelle with Mariota, um, some of the deep shots that Mariota was taking uh, that he missed, um, a lot of them was to Kyle Pitts, wide open down the field." I mean, just either beating <laughs> beating the coverage, either however it was, 1v1, cover two, cover three. Man, Pitts was open. A lot of missed, a, a lot of deep balls missed to Drake. Demir Bird, Zacchaeus, a lot of missed passes from Mariota. And you're looking at Ritter this year where he was connecting on most of those going to like that Baltimore game. When you've seen him step, that game showed you that Ritter wanted to sling. 
Then you saw mm-hmm. the Cardinal game and you saw the Bucks game, and it shows you that going out next year, you're going to have your Drake London on the field. We talked about who's your wide receiver, too. If it's not going to be Mac Hollins, the way they're running that scheme, it could be Pitts more in your receiver role. You got John Lee Smith right there, too, as well. So look at your package. You're gonna have Mac. You're gonna have Drake London. You're gonna have Kyle Pitts. You can put Cordell Patterson in the receiving role. You've seen what he's done in his career. Bijan, Bijan Robinson. If you want to run your four wide receiver set, and then you got your running back in the backfield, which is Tyler, who graced a thousand yards last year. Teams don't know how to uh, attack against that. And we're not talking about just all these teams in the NFL, John L. Too as well. I mean, we only play a, a few of them this year. But I'm talking about like the NFC South, and we got to see twice. We got to see the Saints twice. Got to see the Bucks twice. Got to see the Panthers twice. They ain't gonna know how to prepare for this shit. No, they are not gonna know how to prepare for this shit. I just say Arthur Smith. They have got to keep it. You know, they've got to keep it. Guess keep them guessing. They got to keep it a special playbook. Keep the playbook changeable. Um, Don't get too steady and caught up in the run game. Use the whole offense. Use the pass game. My main worry, and I wouldn't even say a worry because I believe in coach. I would just say I don't want Ritter to be held back. That would be my biggest fear is Ritter. Being held back just because of how great our running game is. But maybe that's not an issue. Maybe One of the things I think that could happen no, is I held back is that, coming Chase. from the play calling. It has to be the play calling. Yeah. That can that's the only thing that can hold Ritter back. I want to see the Matt Ryan years with Desmond Ritter when he's going over there to the damn armband, like, okay, okay, this is what we finna do in the huddle. Mm-hmm. Give the kid a time, give the kid his 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 responsibility of controlling this offense, controlling this team to where Arthur steps in in that game management situation where it's like, all right, look, this is what we need to do, critical-wise. But Ritter, I trust in you to go out there and get the job done. That year that Matt went to the Super Bowl with the, with Kyle and everybody, when you kept hearing that they trust in each other mm-hmm. and how they, they execute – they kept talking about execution. That's how good the plays were because Kyle Shanahan was drawing up the plays where everything was just executed. Everything. Matt trusted in any single play that was being thrown out there. That's how I want Ritter to be going forward you have a running back two running backs you can trust you have a tight end you can trust you have a wide receiver one you can trust that can win you games right now offensively yeah that's the thing he's gonna have more weapons than he did in those four games uh last year yes Uh, he's gonna be smarter he's gonna be smarter about it i mean they trust him like you say they trust him Mm -hmm. um so he's gonna get out there his intangibles are gonna show uh he's gonna spread that ball out i think uh, that's the thing when, when you're when you're learning and you got to get used to the ropes and stuff we set him up perfect yeah perfect you put Bijan in that position where freeman was in the super bowl we would have won the super bowl absolutely <laughs> it's not a fucking question <laughs> shit man that hurts <laughs> but guess what we're gonna get ours don't even care yeah, we're, we're gonna get, get ours yeah. so here it goes falcon fans we talked about the number seven Right, Falcon fans shouldn't be upset. Let Bijan do his thing. Let the Falcons do whatever they can uh, to get Bijan going. You'll see him shortly in mini camp. I'm sure you'll see the videos. I'm sure John, you're gonna get banned. You're gonna get banned. You're gonna get banned. <laughs> dropping these type of comments in here now. I ain't gonna post it on the screen, but you're gonna get banned. No, I'm just playing. So, uh, just let Coach and the team do what they have to do with the young kid. Uh, that goes for Clark Phillips, too, as well. That goes for the offensive lineman who came in from, was it Syracuse? Uh, Matthew Bergeron. Um, let, 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 let the team get in rhythm first. Let, let, these, let these camps get underway before we start being critical on some of these players. Oh, he can't do this. He can't do that. So, Falcon fans, yeah. let's be excited about what we have going forward this year. We have a team that's improved. 
the past two years, we were what one game away from the playoffs, Chase. Then yep. last year, two games, I think we were. Couple plays away from winning games. Couple plays a game from getting over that five hundred hump, and now you have a totally brand new transformed team that is ready to go compete and win some games this year. False start Falcon, you just said it correctly. We up. Yes, sir. Yeah, we up next. I we think up. many teams would say many many people would say that we are up next. Young upcoming offense. All our all our skill positions are young, under twenty three, like. We up. We up next. Falcon fans, let's get straight to it. Because we up. You know what is up. Training camp. It's coming up next. Chase, Bodie, can you see it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the homie Scott Karistic, man. Just posted this up here recently. Training camp. It is time. Jack, can you zoom in a little It bit? is time for training camp. Zoom in. Yeah. Just a little. If you can't, it's cool. Boy, what well, I look like. Hold on. Sheesh. Hold on. Because now You said, damn, that uh, StreamYard didn't pay for that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pay for that package, huh? It's not zooming in. That's cool. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see if I can make it bigger on this screen. Might be a little bit better. Nope. Ain't good. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> it? Nope. Ain't it? Oh, wait a minute. I can go to our. Uh, our yay view. It's the Kanye view. Yay, yay. This is what Kanye looking at when he's in that dark room. All right, guys. <laughs> this is what we got here. You're going over your training camp roster, right? You got your quarterbacks. You got your running backs. You got your wide receivers. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Hit that subscribe button. You got your tight end group. You got your offensive linemen. You got your guards. You got your centers. Bam, bam, bam. You got your defensive linemen over here. You got your edge over here. You got your linebacker. You got your cornerback safeties and specialists. Bam, bam, bam. Falcon fans, looking at the roster, and we talked about this the other day, and fans were hitting me up, different chats that I'm in, asking about what position group needs some improvement. Chase, Bodie, agree or disagree? My first group is the wide receiver group. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree. There isn't any prominent names that, you know, stand out there, but. No, there are ways around that, but I, on paper right now, it looks like the wide receiver group could use an upgrade for sure. Falcon yeah. Just by paper, yeah. Your wide receiver one is Drake London. Right now, we don't know if it's Mac Hollins um, two, possibly. Scotty Miller is your three. Hodge, he's a gunner. Um, <laughs> right now, I mean, I'm not going over the depth to say he's four, but you have Hodge, Bernhardt, Penny Hart. Frank Darby, Josh Ali, Rashawn Henry, and then we have our walk-ons, um, Justin Marshall, uh, Killian Harris, and Xavier Malone. One person I'm heavy on is Justin Marshall, um, who I hope gets a lot of playing time. Uh, I hope to see him too as well when we go out there for uh, open to the public training camp. Um, because just like D offered, some of these, you know, Tim Horn, some of these players who, who walked on last year and got, got a chance to be with the Falcons, Justin Marshall is the player I'm rooting for. Um, yeah. You know, you know one player, cool yeah, he is. You know one player I'm rooting for at receiver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cordero Patterson. God. Yes, if sir. you go to your running backs room, we went with four running backs last year. Bijan has now been added to the mix. Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier, and Avery Williams, and you see Caleb Huntley, B.J. Baylor, Clint, Clint Rakovich, Carlos Washington. Um, 
Avery Williams was used as a specialist. Mm-hmm. So he didn't get too many snaps, except for when the times where, you know, a couple of players were probably banged up. He was able to go in there and fill some scheme every now and then. Tyler Algier was your number one. You saw what he did last year. After the season with Huntley last year, man, it's just such a blow to even consider not bringing him back because the injury, the injury, man, it's, a, it's it's not a very easy one to get over. This is tough, Chase, because you're talking about Huntley now, and you just drafted Bijan. Yep. So for you Huntley fans, Avery Williams is good specialist-wise where punt return and kick return, I'd like to have him out there. Um, to see the Falcons, if he doesn't make the 53, I would be surprised. But I think Avery's going to be here good to go. Caleb is the one you have to watch because of the injury last year. You just drafted Bijan. You never know. I will keep him as a practice squad player, but if other teams see what I've seen in Caleb, yeah. he's a yeah. dog, man. Most and you get a guy like Caleb full season healthy, he could be like a Deontay Foreman out there. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I mean, it isn't even his fault. If he gets cut, it isn't his fault. Yeah, we know what type all. of player he is. Uh, it's just the fact of the matter of, uh, you know, drafting Bijan and the, and uh, them liking another player that they, you know, that'll fill that spot. You know, Caleb, he's got a long way to go um, recovery-wise on his injury. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be his fault. So if we cut Caleb, don't be surprised we cut him. If we do cut him, it's not his fault first. Yeah. Falcon fans, if you're looking at the wide receiver group that we just talked about, these three right here, I don't I think Mac might be your two. I see where fans are looking at waiting for Corey Davis if the Jets are going to release Corey Davis. I talked to a Jets fan right today who was super passionate about the Jets and about what they're going for about to do. And he told me they don't they don't look to release Corey Davis. Like, so don't be planning on it. Um, he said with this receiving core Aaron Rodgers, you need a Corey Davis. So for Falcon fans that want Corey. Who did? Def- who definitely could plug into our wide receiver too? They are deep, but this Jets fan told me you want Corey Davis over there with Aaron Rodgers. He's either your two or he's damn near either your your two or your three. Over there. Let me see. They got uh, the rookie Wilson. They got Lazard. They got mm-hmm. they just signed Cobb. Mm-hmm. They got Cobb is uh, not going to be. He can't be your three because Cobb's at an age where you're going to be running him like a CP role. He love Cobb though. You yeah, know, that's what uh, Aaron loves. <laughs> yeah. Who's their four and five? Who else are the guys? They got Mims too? They definitely ain't Corey at four. Corey Davis wants to be a four or a two. Oh, they do have Mims. Um, I don't know. They got Denzel Mims too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's where I'm... you come into the Jets will probably release Corey. Yeah. Because they got that wide receiver group to where where does Corey fit? Where Lazard is there and Wilson is there, and Cobb is going to be eating with Rodgers. So if some fans are like, yo, wait till June 1st. They're going to cut Corey Davis, and the first team who's going to call <laughs> Corey Davis is going to be the Falcons. It's Arthur Smith guy. That's cool, too. I'm cool with that. From Tennessee. He now plugs into your wide receiver two role, and he definitely strengthens your wide receiver room from where you had it right now. Yeah, absolutely. So many targets, so many weapons. Well, we got the a million weapons without Corey Davis. Yeah. So yeah I'm not though. worried either way. Because we're talking camp here, Falcons fans, your competition is going to come here. Bijan, CP, and Tyler are good. Who is your fourth running back if they're going to go on that roster? If it's Avery, then your running back room is, is tight. Don't even worry about the running backs going into camp. Wide receiver room. Who is going to be your three, four, and five receiver? 
Penny Hart, Frank Darby, Justin Marshall, Rashawn Hibbert, Josh Ali. Is it is Corey? Are they going to go sign another wide receiver? We don't know. Guard your biggest battle, starting wise. Guard your biggest position. Wise. So if you're going over competition, Chase, depth is going to be big for the wide receiver role. Who's your three? Technically, who's your two? Two, three, four, five. We'll go right that. Two through five. Tight ends, Kyle Pitts, Janu, and Parker. I think is decent. Who is going to be the fourth? Is going to be something to watch. Mm-hmm. Frank, they got you see, got Frank's labeled on the replacement level. Too many people told us that the Falcons <laughs> love Frank's, bro. Too many people no, have told us. Why. I don't know why, but why? You, be prepared for this. Okay. Rainey and Fisk, I can possibly see on that roster to to not possibly make the team. Matthews, they're good. This team over here, the tackles are good. The guards, Chase, you got to this now. Is it going to be Bergeron or is it going to be this young man right here who Falcon fans hadn't had a chance to even see yet? Justin Schaefer. Hmm. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough battle. If Schaefer wants it, he's got a battle. He's got to compete. Could it be this young man right here? Jalen Mayfield. (laughs) With that pick, man, that pick to me just solidifies the rookie. If the rookie shows out, it's his position to have. Yeah, they picked him too early in the in the second round. They picked yeah. him. They traded up to get him. They feel like right now he's the best left guard on the on the roster. If, if Hennessy wants it, he's got to work too. I think his biggest competition is Hennessy and, and the and the record. I, I would welcome that. It. I want the best player out there. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it in a Falcon chat. If you draft a guard in the second round, it's possibly your starter, especially when you need a guard. It's almost mm-hmm. certainly your starter, honestly. Bergeron is probably your guard going in day one. Bergeron and, was possibly the best run blocking guard in the league. Well, he was tackle, but you know, guard as he says, guard's easier to play. So mm-hmm. I'm ready to see what the kid's about. Watch the guard position, Falcons fans. So what are we looking for in camp coming up? Because it's time to get to work. We're looking for the wide receiver two through five. Some will say Matt Collins already has two. Some will say Miller has three. Remember last year when all those bodies came in and you had Bird and Tate and yeah, Allison. there were so many predictions. There was there. just too you many just predictions going know. out here. So let's never do it how we did it who's last year. Make the roster. Yeah. yeah, let's remind ourselves of last year and not jump the gun. Who is going to be two through five? Right now, not yet, not yet. I just want to let oh, fans know that what that's what we're looking for. The running back room. Who's your fourth running back? Uh, wide receiver room. Who's two through five? Tight ends, who's going to be your three and four? I think Parker Hesse's in there because they're going to go for that pass Definitely. blocking, that run Parker blocking Hesse. role. They like Hesse played, they played a lot last year, yeah. Your tackles, Matthews, we got to worry about that. The backup, I'm sure they'll get that situated. The guards, Bergeron, Hennessy, Mayfield, Schaefer. Big battle coming up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. The centers, I'm going to put this out there. Yeah, Dahlman, and Gwynn. It's going to be a battle. Yeah, could be. South Carolina gets posted the other day when this this kid right here, Jovan, he makes your team. He's going to change everything. So that's what I hope for. And Falcon fans want to see Dalman up out here with them low snaps out there last year. Shit. Oh, the best player. Hello. Oh my god! That's There's some cool Falcon guy. fans that want to see Dalman up out of here. I'm just telling you how it is. Why? He he been doing it for sure. You're going to your defense competition wise. We already know these guys are good. 
Remember Graham has such of a he had a big role starting wise last yeah. year. Now he's, he's falling back on your depth chart. Or has Graham, it just depends. It depends on the uh whatever they're gonna run a multiple front. Is they're gonna switch? It's gonna be hybrid. So he might he's gonna be out there. He's gonna get his PT. Mm-hmm. Look at this, Bodie. Grady, Calais, David, Taekwon, Eddie just drafted Zach. Tim who was on the team last year. Dalton was on the team last year. Joe who just got in free agency. And then you got to your defenders over here because you know they're gonna be running a lot of nickel stuff. They're gonna be running a lot of uh two, four, five, big nickel. But look mm-hmm. at this. Jarrett, Campbell, Amiata, you know they're gonna be on the field about 90% of your time. Yeah. Then you go off of Eddie Goldman. You know you want Eddie Goldman into that mix too as well. Then you got your rookie. You got to play the rook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll work him in. So do you see that now? One, two, three, four, and five right there on your D-line. And then you got Graham, Horn, Dalton, and Josie fighting for a spot. So that's so their just, battle. You're just saying Tyquan Graham. Tyquan Graham actually played well last year. Like He played, he played okay. great. He played pretty like for, he, for him to come get no pressure. Year, yeah. But yeah, he, he so, played okay. So you're going with this is your lineman. You're going with Grady, Calais, David, Tyquan, Eddie, and Zach. So these three right here are just. Yeah, those three are on the bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going over your edges now. Arnold, Lorenzo, Bud Dupree, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Malone. My mm-hmm. guy right here, this is a tough one, man. They got him on replacement level. <laughs> Logan Nate should have been cut last year. This he is so bad, tough bro. at night. This is so tough right here. If he's cut, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's cut. Yeah, he uh, Ebiketti to me outshined his position. I believe he's going. I don't know why they kept starting him. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I see crazy. because I see Grady, Campbell, Amiata, and and Goldman and Harrison. That Graham Horn Dalton for that last spot is still going to be a nice battle to watch. Don't have to worry about Grady. Don't have to worry about Campbell. Don't have to worry about David. That's the cool thing about it. A lot of these positions you don't have to worry about. You're watching really the depth for the rest of the team. Over here at the right. linebacker room, who was next to Troy? Quick, real quick, real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, buddy. With the Graham, I'm saying like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be quick to just say we're going to cut Graham or whatever. Not like, saying that. No, sir. Like no, Calais, sir. Is, Calais is going to be here for a year, probably, mm-hmm. just a year. So, And, and Graham's a young player. So, mm-hmm. and Well, after this year – after this year, Bodie, it'll be Man, Grady. Can, can you take can you take that strip off the screen? I want them to see my facial expressions. What strip? I'm passionate. This well, 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 oh god, this strip is on the screen. God, yes. <laughs> I've been over, I'm on the other screen. I ain't looking at this one. <laughs> god, not the blockage. I'm sorry, y'all. But if you look at well, next year, Bodie, yeah, Grady's on the team. He's good. Dave is there. He's good. Zach, he'll be there. Zach is good. He's gonna be there. Yeah. Eddie, Taekwon. Shit. Eddie, if anything, we get cut quicker than Graham. Yeah. yeah. That's real. So think about that. Very Let's tough. go to your middle linebackers. Who's next to Troy? Some fans yeah, said we gotta bring back Rashawn Evans. We gotta bring back Rashawn Evans. I don't think we gotta uh, bring him. We I got depth. We got guys there. I'm looking right now, Falcons fans. I can't see Rashawn just walking up in this room right now, knowing that Lambin was on the team last year. They just brought in Tay Davis to see what he can do in camp. Dorian was on the team last year. I got a lot of respect for this Mike Jones guy. Who? Mike Jones. Troy and Michael Walker. Seems to be your one and two for me. 
or if they run the three two fives like everybody's saying, then it'll be uh Caden and Troy Anderson out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking it's just, at it's gonna be a hybrid. It's just our defense. That's a competition battle there because Walker Walker can be a starter. I mean he's he, he showed highlights. So different we'll different see. season. It's a different system. So mm-hmm. we don't know how he's gonna look in this system. Anybody next Definitely to Troy seems to be the competition position right battle. Um, cornerback too. You gotta look at that. That's position battle there too. Because you this is room, and there's a lot more corners than this too. As well, they got you Mike know, put everybody on there. Yeah, they got a lot more corners. Yeah, mm-hmm. AJ and Jeff is good. Mike is your nickel. Clark Phillips adding to the mix now gives more of the battle for these young uh, brothers right yeah. here. Yeah, I think the first four corners are good. Uh, D off are gonna fight. Mm-hmm. You know, Hall gonna fight Armstrong. Armstrong. All them cats, Gidry, who I know got like a ninety-eight speed on Madden. He gonna fight. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be tough. You've played with Gidry already on Madden. He's fast as fuck. He's got like a ninety-eight speed. Like he's fast as shit. Bodie's breakdown on uh. <laughs> I will not. No, last time. No, uh, no, nah, because nah, he might get cut. Mm. <laughs> Your safeties. Richie's good. Jesse's good. Of course. Hawkins and uh, DeMarco now. <laughs> Hawkins um, is a battle. Hawkins is a battle. They kept him in throughout. I mean, I know last year you were weak on safeties, but Hulk, Hawkins has been a, a battle since he's been in the A. So that's definitely a position to watch. I mean, if he really wants to be on the team and make his position, he's going to battle. Yeah. Uh, they they had to go out and make – Bates, the fourth highest paid safety ever, mm-hmm. because Hawkins couldn't hold down the fucking fort. That that's something we got to work on right there. He's gonna battle. Helm's gonna come in trying to get more than just a special teams gun in time. Like he, he, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Falcon fans, bring those questions to the chat. Bring those comments to the chat. You know we love talking Falcons football. I know a lot of fans were commenting here. We'll get to those in just a second. But looking at your camp roster right now, Falcons fans. Um, I don't see the, the too many starting positions outside of the guard chase. Yeah. The guard we have to watch for. That's going to be a battle. Are they going to make the center position a battle? I hope not because you're, I mean, you were top five rushing team in the league last year. You don't need much, you know. They didn't see center as a problem. I don't really see center as a problem. Other than the the yeah. snaps were kind of crazy because Dalman did have some difficult snaps. Like, Maybe yeah. I don't know if it's Mariota. I don't know if it's just the, the connection no, it, that they had not working, but I'm sure Ritter will, will be like, hey, Domin, look, <laughs> a lot rides on you and me this season. So we need to get this shit coordinated. Yeah. Um Lindstrom, he's good. Matthews is good. Bergeron, you dropped him in the second to bring him up. Um Josh Miles, Green Ridge, two players to watch for too as well. They got the fight. They got the fight. A Fetty, you resign him for a reason. He might even be on the 53 as well. He he's seems like a solid like swing backup. Tackle. He's looking yeah. like swing tackle. He's probably going to be on your team. He's probably going to be in your 53. That tight end room is something to watch. And, of course, these wide receivers right here. But going into camp, Falcons fans, uh, I'm glad looking at this roster. This is a playoff roster I'm looking at with some of these names. Bijan, Cordell, Tyler, Drake, Kyle, Jake, Clark, Chris. Oh, Where's Caleb? Was Chris. Uh, Caleb. Caleb. Cool, Bates. Look like, I see a lot of more sacks on the defense. Look at this. Grady, Campbell, I mean, y'all are, Jesus. I can see Michael Walker getting sacks. Wowzers. Anderson definitely getting sacks. Like, it's a lot of sacks here. 
I see Malone jumping in and doing some shit mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Shout out to D'Angelo like, Malone. We need D'Angelo Malone to get in there and wreck some shit this year. Shout out to Malone, man. Yeah, I see a lot more sex this year. A whole lot of more sex. I hope Jordan really? shines this year as well. I hope he. I feel like he'll flourish in Nelson's defensive scheme. Who? I'm sorry, Troy Who? Anderson. Troy Anderson. I feel like he's gonna have it more than five sacks. Mm-hmm. Troy Anderson. He Troy was one of the people Nielsen called when he first got here to Atlanta. Yeah. So that must mean something. Probably more excited to for coach him. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, Troy's gonna have. You can bookmark it, but you have a sticky note. Troy's gonna have about <laughs> five sacks, five plus sacks this season. Falcon fans, going to the chat here before we get to our next topic. Then we go ahead and wrap it up. Went over the camp roster. A couple positions that need uh, to upgrade. I'm looking at that linebacker room, possibly, maybe. Not really as much as the wide receiver, but that two through five is what fans are looking at. Uh, Who's going to be alongside Drake? Who's going to be out there? Which Bodie had mentioned. Whoever's going to be in that wide receiver two role, just look for Pitts to have probably more targets in your ass. Just be prepared for that. Yeah. And like I said, you can put Cordero in that wide receiver room too. I wouldn't even mind him being two if you, if you know, if it make folks feel better. I think he's going to get a lot of catches. He's going to be out there. Shout out to JJ the Great. So, hey, what's up, y'all? What's cracking? What's cracking? JJ the Great is in the building. Tony Holloway's in the building. PS4 controller. False start five and say, bro, Huntley is a good back, but he's nowhere near Bijan. That is true. He is. I mean, nowhere who, how, how many backs near are Bijan? near Bijan? <laughs> yeah. I mean, even one's been in the league a long time. Bijan is going coming in already, top ten back in the league. Is Miko in Newark too? Mm-hmm. He is in the. Ah, damn it, he is. Yeah, up there. That's, That's the I thing. So Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Uh, to Atlanta might seem possible around June first, June second. I mean, we got the money, you got the ties, you got the yeah. coach who knows the kid. Um, you need a wide receiver too that's built for this type of offense. You know, yeah, people, that room over there in New York seems to be pretty thick when it comes to the wide receiver room. It make folks uh, feel better, yeah. Corey Davis, you have a couple guys who are ha- who have that one and two potential. So where does Corey mm-hmm. Davis fit um, in that group? We know Lazard and Wilson is going to be probably your one and two. Uh, Mims seems like a three. Uh, Mims has been that role too as well. Or Mims, never know. He could be cut. But I, th- I think if it's Corey Davis, be prepared to see the Falcons be one of the teams uh, to possibly maybe give the uh, Jets a call or give me uh, give uh, Corey a call. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking here. I'm looking here. It's saying I'm saying reports online and saying that the coach said Corey Davis will remain a New York Jet this season. That's what the GM said, but we've heard GMs lie before. And that's why I asked yeah. Miles the question about Terry when he was on the show. Has Terry been straightforward with you about everything he's been talking about? Like, has he ever detoured off of a plan or said something different to throw the media off? And Miles said, no, Terry's actually been pretty straightforward with what he's been saying. This is the plan. This is what we're going to do. And now we're seeing the rewards of it. It's getting ready to Again, look, the field. I got one more thing to put in perspective. Always, perspective. Um, Corey Davis last year had 32 receptions. 564 yards and two touchdowns. Mac Hollins last year had 57 receptions, 690 yards and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So Mac Hollins already was more productive than him. And mm-hmm. mind you, they did go through quarterback problems and stuff. Um, but you know, it's a big possibility that Corey Davis for some fans is just a dream, and Mac Hollins is your two. 
But Mac Hollins had um, about 700 receiving yards last year. That's a number two to me. Are you comfortable with a name? Not with a big name. Bodie, with either Mac or Corey Davis. Do you want one specifically, or it's like you're trusting what the team is doing? Mac was brought here for a reason. Let's get the job done. If you get 700 yards in a season, you're you're a number two. Yeah, yeah no okay. doubt. I feel comfortable with Mac Hollins. He ain't a big name, and I didn't know who the hell he was like that before we got him. But I feel comfortable. Shot the D drum in the building. Chase, uh, Jared Bernhardt on this roster. I like Bernhardt. I'm sorry. Jared Bernhardt, man. That's a that's a good that's a good name to bring out. That's somebody that flourished with our QB one, somebody that he chose all through, you know, preseason. So definitely a position battle. He's a quick, you know, fast receiver. You really don't know what Jared Bernhardt's all about yet because we ain't seen him much. So it'll mm-hmm. be it'll be something to watch for sure. Him and you can see a lot of Miller Jared Bernhardt in the preseason. I mean, well, Zaki is a goal, but Scotty Miller is that type of player, just as Bernhardt is. So something to watch there. Remember this now, Falcon fans. Remember this: you got Bernhardt last year when Ritter was the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. So he came in with the second group. You're gonna see probably Ritter. I don't. I don't know if Bernhardt's gonna be mixed into a lot of the first group for preseason. I don't know how much Ritter's gonna play, but you might see Ritter with Heineke or Whiteside. So you might not see the Bernhardt that everybody saw last year because Ritter was playing. Bernhardt was in the game. You're gonna see Ritter preseason with the first unit. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Drake. It's gonna be Janu. It's gonna be Pitts. It's gonna be Cordell for whatever time that they're out there on the field. And if Bernhardt is not in the first unit, you're gonna see Jared in more of a Tyler Heineke or a Logan Whiteside role, which then comes into what I was saying about Justin Marshall. That's when I want my kid to shine. Well, here's the thing though. Um, the criminal rise to the top. Yeah. If Barney out there making plays, I don't care who throwing them. I don't care if you, you throwing the court, uh you throwing the ball, Jack. It's possible with Logan Whiteside on the, <laughs> on the contract, I can who he be for. Yeah, if you if you throwing a Felipe, uh he the criminal rise to the top, okay. Like uh, Felipe, to, yeah, I know, right? Um, that means you're six string. Um, but yeah, if Felipe, you know, I mean, if the criminal rise to the top with Bernie, I like Bernie a lot. I think he actually be around. If he don't make the roster, he definitely be on the uh, practice squad. But I think he got a good chance to make the roster this year. Falcon fans, we have one more topic to get to. We're gonna go to the chat here shortly. Philip Crawford said, "Let's hear uh, how y'all feel about how our offense holds up against." Our divisional ops defenses. <laughs> mm, it's a good your question. Harder, right your here. toughest battle is is Carolina. We've said it before. It's the Panthers. I think that's the most talented roster in the NFC South. The division is different every year. Other Chase than ours, of course. Other than ours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the division is different every year. Every team, every team have some teams have improved. Some teams haven't improved. We're gonna find out when they get out there on the field. Mm. Because if we jump the gun and say, oh, my God, Falcons, oh, yeah, number one offense, they're going to go ahead and run it up against every team, 60 60 points a game, easy. Then we're going to come in here, y'all going to be mad if the Falcons don't do that, saying one time for the fans said that. Right now, looking at our offense, looking at what we did last year in a quarterback, (laughs) it was tough with the Mariota situation. Mm -hmm. But we were still in the game. Yeah, we had a lot of opportunities to win some of these games that we lost, and you saw it, Philip. You saw it. The Bucks game when we were down and we came back. You saw it. 
if Grady, they would have never caught it on Grady. The momentum has already shifted. What we score 15 that game in the fourth, come back mm-hmm. to be down six to yeah. probably get the ball back right there and go down there and field and score. The Rams game two as well, fourth and three after being down 20 something points. I think that this team just wasn't right under the direction of Mariota. Mm-hmm. He was a bridge quarterback. He knew we had coming in here. I mentioned that too as well, like seeing him after camp throwing the ball with Zacchaeus, like two or three throws and then they're out of here. Like, we are going. We <laughs> be out here working. Look, it's just- but then again, you don't see that what's going on behind the scenes. But I think for this team, you're going to be able to uh, compete this season in the positive way. You're going to be able to put up more than 20 points a game. I think you have to run game for it. I can see three touchdowns from your running backs right now. Two or one, add them up. Tyler gets one, Bijan gets two. However, but I can see three touchdowns from your run game right now. And then you got to go to the passing game too as well. Give Ritter maybe one or two. It's almost 20, that's what, 30-some points? Mm -hmm. I see it. Let's just say Bijan goes crazy. Three, four touchdowns week one. What? Bro, oh boy, he bro. put up four in week one, man. Bro. It's over with. I, I'm gonna say this right now. It's a hot take. Don't be surprised if the Falcons no, getting ready to smack a team and it gets Bijan just goes off. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about every goal line play Bijan in there, every single play. Kid's gonna eat. When he meet goal line, he'll probably run. Uh, 50 yard touchdowns. I see touchdown. it. I just see Bijan one touchdown, quarter one, five. That's the type of thing. Zero. And we ain't had nothing. The closest thing we had to that was CP. Yeah. Now we got Bijan and GB yeah. doing that. That'll open up Kyle it. Pitts, big plays. How our offense holds up against the other teams. The Saints still have Cam Jordan. They still have Lattimore. They still have a defense that is going to try to compete. Every team's going to compete. But as a Falcon fan, looking at this roster versus last year's roster, I think we can go out there and definitely score between 20 to 25 points. And now you have the defense to get you off of the field in those game time critical to situations. Get pressure. You got creative ways. You got a creative D, D um, coordinator who can get to the quarterback. He know how to just not only coach people up to get to him. He know how to scheme sacks. I don't know if y'all know that. He schemed sacks. He he had people yeah. come set picks so another guy can come around freely and just delivering in those hedges when they're doing that like, shit. Yeah. He schemes sacks. I ain't. I don't think New I ever seen that. Mm-hmm. New Orleans did it, but yeah, because of him. Mm-hmm. Cause and they were tearing Matt Ryan up. You can't lie, Falcons fans. You uh, saw it. He'll you saw pick it. off a guy. Uh, he'll pick off a guy this way so a dude can come around freely. So I mean, I, but you know, going back to our offense, I mean, yeah, we can match up to anybody. And it it's all starts with Desmond. Jeff Wolf said, people who started last year are fighting for third and fourth string. That's right. Corner, Corner right. Armstrong had some starting spots. Darren Hall had a couple starting Alford. spots. D. Alford. A couple of these guys. Even Jail Hawkins. A couple of these guys That's how you fight. get better. That's how you get better. You bring in – we knew we was working on um, borrow time last season. We knew we had a lot of one-year guys. You know what I'm saying? And we were grateful – that we had good coaching enough to win seven games. Mm-hmm. So if he can do win, you can pull seven games out of that team last year, easily double-digit wins this season. Shot to J Black 142 in the building. Hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. We're almost at 400 mm-hmm. subscribers. I want the Country, Saints. I think is that like first week? I want the Saints again. Too. Low key, I want the Saints. So again. I want I want the Saints. Yeah. So for the me, hype and animosity for that game last year, week one was lit. For me, right? Yeah. Let's go over some of these conditions the Falcons are playing in this year. 
You got a couple outdoor games. If you're playing them late, it could be difficult for some fans and the team too as well. You're an indoor team. Give me Chicago and the Jets week one, week two. First two weeks. Because that. Chicago, for one, you don't want to be playing there in December. You don't yeah, want to play in New other York than in thirty-one other teams don't want to play in December either. <laughs> I feel it. So I it feel it. But you know, we could, if we, you get know, they're getting ready to get the Falcons a winner game. You know, the NFL is like, ha ha ha! Yeah, look at Atlanta, Atlanta, huh? Y'all down teams. there, huh? It is Watch what it is. It is. Yeah. I went but to yeah. Week One in Chicago a couple of years ago when we beat the Bears when Glennon had to right there on the goal line when he told everybody Shh, and all the Bears fans would be quiet and I was like, you suck, Glennon. <laughs> All the bands are turned around, like, who is this guy? Get him! And it, it, it sounded like like the John Snow moment from fucking Game of Thrones. Did you great. do that for real? I did. Did they I get did. your ass for real? He's in the goal line. He's doing bro. I'm, wait, what? He's in the goal line doing like this because they're getting ready to score. Remember that play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's telling what did you say? What did what did they say to you when you said that shit? So of course, no. First of all, don't let me get to my Chicago Bears game experience because this right now I can tell you the story. Remember I told you about the fans sitting behind me. First yeah. of all, I was sitting in my seats and then told me yeah, to go sit that. somewhere else. Yeah. Told me to go sit somewhere else. Sitting in what my seats and told me to go sit somewhere else. I said, <laughs> oh, what? I said, excuse me? So then after they get up and go sit behind me, they sat behind me in two other seats that don't belong to them. <laughs> I got my flag. Row one, I got my flag. I see some, I see a drink coming down the stairs. I'm looking. What the hell is this? I turn around. Cuz, Cuz holding the damn beer like this. He holding the beer like this. He looking me dead on face to face. Holding the beer like this, pouring it out on the stairs, and letting it go down. Cause I have my flag in my hand. It's a, it's a big ass like roll one flag. So he knew that the flag was in my hand. That beer is gonna soak up right here and make a puddle on the row one wall where my shoes are. Where, where I'm sitting right here. He's just pouring the beer. Mm. He don't give a mm-hmm. shit. So then the guest service person, they look over like, I see it. I see it. Like, you don't care. He's still sitting here. So then second half now, here's the good thing. Georgia played Notre Dame that weekend. So the mm. Georgia fans went up that weekend for the college game and then stayed after for the Falcons game. Sure enough, I'm calling them out to where other Bears fans don't even say nothing to me. They don't say nothing. they like, who is this guy? This guy's weird. This guy from Atlanta. <laughs> Second half, the Georgia fans showed up with their tickets. And that's why them Bears fans wasn't saying nothing. Most of them got up. They were all sitting in the wrong seats mm-hmm. on purpose. Mm-hmm. The Georgia, I, was watching, I was watching Georgia fans like this. That's my seat. That's my seat. That's my seat. And <laughs> the second half, I turned around. I said, well, where the hell were y'all in the first half? <laughs> they were most of them back there behind me was sitting in somebody else's seat and didn't give a shit. That's how they do. So then, Mike Glennon now, fourth quarter, we took the lead. They're driving the field. Bears getting ready to score. Glennon's telling everybody, try to go find a video. You'll see me. Row one with my flag. Glennon's quiet. Everybody shut up. Everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> Here go the Bears fans. Here go my loud loud ass. You suck, Lennon. You suck. (laughs) Oh, oh, incomplete pass. Game over. Falcons win. Here go the Bears fan. Get him. (laughs) Straight up. Get him. (laughs) 
grab my flag like this. I was out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking cold, hard cash shit. What? Just like Them if we were the one in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, it was on in New Orleans. It was hot because don't forget, you're in a away game and he's controlling the team. He's controlling the fans. Everybody's quiet. And here come this loud ass Falcon fan yelling and screaming over there. Everybody's going to do what? Boy, that shit look like World War Z. Remember that plane scene? <laughs> they tried to stack the bags up on the plane, the damn zombie. Yeah. Boy, that's how they looked at me. I wasn't playing by my team, though. My team won that day. Their yeah, team yeah. lost. I did my job as a fan. I feel good. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the award? Shit. Mm. Miles Majors, we got one more topic before we get up out of here. Our Falcons have a great young core, and with B. John Robinson leading the way, we have the potential to be a real force in the league. Here's hoping for great things from this draft cash, uh, draft class. Shout out to Miles Majors. Cheers Shout to you, brother. Cheers. Cheers to Miles. Last topic here before we get to our chat and then we up out of here. Did y'all know that there's a couple free agents that's available right now in the NFL who gave their heart and soul to this Atlanta Falcons team? No, good. Would you be surprised, Falcon fans, to know? Let's bring this back on the screen. That your former franchise quarterback and your former franchise wide receiver are free agents. They they ain't put the retirement papers in yet. They did not put the retirement papers in. They should they're free agents. (laughs) They're both looking for a team. Yeah. Go look at the quarterback list right now. Matt Ryan is a free agent. Go look at your wide receivers. Julio Jones is a is a wide is a free agent. Mm -hmm. Terry talked about this earlier this year in the season ticket holder uh conference call. The moves that we made two years ago set us up for the position that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. And you can see it. This team is going forward with Desmond Ritter. This new team, the city's feeling electric. They're feeling lit because of the players that we have in the building. And the guy who gave you 13 plus years is looking for a team. And another young man who gave you 10 plus years is looking for a team. Does that signal a rebuild does not signal change for you falcons fans the people this is big for us because this is for the diehards who was there before and after that's why i had yes. to bring this up because some of terry y'all was in this chat. In clean house terry done came in and clean house now it's two years later now you go back and look he, matt and julio was in the party they were, they were dancing with us now they outside. Can y'all, can y'all let us in? Can anybody? Nah, bro. Ritter said invite only. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Times have changed here in Atlanta. Yeah. And for the fans who stuck through it for those years and the ones that are sticking through it now going forward, you have to feel good about this change. Got a new superstar wide receiver. Got a new superstar running back. Got another young quarterback in the building. The defense is reshaping. Things are going in the right direction for fans in the offseason. But it's just crazy to see how I'm sitting over here with the team. It's like, remember, see that, you ever seen that SpongeBob meme where the guy's looking at the blinds and looking at the two, uh, what's it? Um, yeah. The, it? Looking outside and SpongeBob and Patrick walking by. Happy yeah. yeah. That's how cousin looking at it right now. 
Because yeah. now the team is built around. And I heard a fan say this to me the other day. Boy, if this team right here would have had Matt and Julio a couple years ago, oh, bro, we'd be killing shit. And it makes you think, mm-hmm. like, yeah. If Matt would have had Bijan, we would be killing shit. Probably if we would have had Drake, too, as well. And I, don't think Matt, I don't think Matt ever had a running back like Bijan potentially is going to be. Mm-hmm. Didn't. Ever. Never. Didn't. So this he is big for Falcons though. fans. The Bijan move yeah. is big. Ritter at quarterback is big. Your wide receiver that you drafted last year, that's big. Pitts the year before. I mean, look at the stars in the building, y'all. This team is going to put some butts in some seats. We're going to sell some tickets. We're going to win some games, home and away. So I'm excited to see what the change has now brought us. But Bodie, uh, and another player, Deion Jones. He's looking for a team, too, as well. Look at the moves the Falcons made. Three of the moves the Falcons made, they're looking for teams. I actually like Deion for this team better than the other two. Yeah. (laughs) I just had to throw that out there because I want Falcon fans to know that this is a new direction. Yeah, different. And we were up here saying Deion was going to be here for 10-plus years and it just didn't work out that way. Chase, this is the change that Falcons fans needed. Now, two years later... Some of the players you let go with this new regime, they're looking for a job, and you got these new players in the building. Your team is looking much better from where it was two years ago. Any thoughts about that, brother? Yeah, I mean, it's a whole new regenerative team. It's uh, just, just Falcon football is, is going to be a lot different this year. Um, hope we see a lot more, a lot more uh, pass rush, a lot more uh, run stop this year. With the, with the names that we have on paper, we should be able to do that. So it's definitely an exciting season. There's a lot of difference that's going to be this year, a lot of new names, a lot of new numbers. So a lot of new faces to, to get familiar with. So, yeah, I'm definitely ready for the season. Falcon fans, it's always good talking Falcons football with everybody. Uh, of course, you know we'll be back this week. Um, Their car's ass. Sheesh. Are we doing the Wednesday show, Bodie, or we should come back for Wednesday, or should we just do the next week Sunday and worry about the rise up tour? Yeah, do the rise up tour. We should be all built up towards the uh, schedule release, and then we'll come back Sunday. So we do have the rise up tour podcast that's starting back up this week for Falcon fans who travel to away games. For those of you that do not know, uh, we do a lot when it comes to the Falcons fan base on the road. Uh, having meet and greets, hosting little small events, little small stuff for Falcons fans to do. But then it turns out to be a pretty big event because two, three hundred Falcons fans show up uh, because we're, we're from out of town. You know, so Bodie, you saw New Orleans. You saw how we uh, you saw what was, what was what, man, you know, what's going on. Chase, he was there. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was lit, man. And passing Troy coming down and she was lit. We were lit. They had you messed up. They had me messed up in Chicago, uh, Lisa. I don't play them games. That's me. I've been yapping. They probably want to pour beer on me. Then I'll be out the fighting. Then it'll be so different we'll talk about that on Thursday too, as well. <laughs> some cities you can be that type of fan, and then there's some cities you better just be careful because there's some teams. It's like I don't care about this game, but I really care about going to jail tonight. So let's yeah, fight. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like we'll what the hell? Second quarter. We'll see. You know what I'm so. We'll see. Cause I, I'm telling you, I be talking shit. Chase, you saw it. I be talking shit. Boy was talking shit at the Saints game. That jump was just a different level of talking shit. Like 
fans that area now they i guess they do psls now so that area is like the money area that we was in so them fans were like ha oh, look at this falcons yeah, fan like, talking all that stuff. shit over there passing my wine <laughs> so it's like where's the diehards over here the diehards are up there like the 600 section yeah. So things are a little bit different. Buddy was scaring the shit out of them fans too, as well. <laughs> that was funny. I was like, "Yeah, uh, won't y'all sing now? Come on, sing when we score." Yeah, sing. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. I was on their head, boy. I was on their uh, head. That was funny. I can't wait to go back. Yeah, I'm ready for that game. I remember the Joey oh Harrison. Not that season. That was the season oh. after Vic left. That was, yeah, that was the season right uh, after Vic. Uh, How about the Redmond days? Oh, Chris Redmond, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Invite them on the show, Lowski. Who you want me to get on the show, Lowski? I'll get you. I'll get them on. Just let me know. Just let me know. Lisa Shepard says, Sarah not letting y'all talk about her man anymore. Julio wanted out so he can stay out. Hey. <laughs> Thanks. I, my boy, Matt, uh, man. He's a... Uh, I'm always going to be a diehard for my Atlanta Falcons, and he did a great job here in Atlanta. But like I said, Terry talked about it. And now we're here and seeing what the, the change has brought us. Like, I'm just excited to know that this team is, is is going to be something crazy. And then the funny thing is, imagine if like we get to win the Super Bowl this year or next year and they're still playing in the league. It's kind of like you're at the parade and you're waving everybody. And then you see Matt is at the parade. Yeah, this kid. He's watching. Because they still live in Atlanta. <laughs> you're just waving at people and you're like, damn, that's our quarterback. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crazy little yeah. moment, but feels good to be on that bus. Um, Falcon fans, we are lit. You know we always are when it comes to talking Falcons football. Chase, Bodie 3000, uh, really appreciate y'all for showing up tonight. Um, and of course, we'll be back next week, Sunday, talking Falcons football again. We got the Rise Up Tour <laughs> podcast on Thursday. Schedule release podcast on thursday this is big why do you say that because we get to find out where who when the falcons are playing who are they playing against at what time and this is big the the london game i've been hearing a lot about falcons could be playing in london you're hearing about the thursday night game could we have a home game because i think we haven't had a home thursday night game in what two years now yeah so it's possible that we could be having a, 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 a primetime game at the Benz, which is big for some Falcon fans too as well because they wanted primetime games. Um, but we get to find out the times and the days. And you know, the Rise Up Tour is always planning stuff for the away game. So Falcon fans, be prepared for that on Thursday at 8 p.m. YouTube, Facebook, Rise Up Tour group, away games only. Uh, check us out. Chase, Bodie, before we get about here, any shout-outs for tonight, man? Anything I want to say, man? Really appreciate y'all, man. I just give a shout out to everybody in the comment section, everybody that tuned in tonight. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to y'all boys. Let's get a season on the roll, man. I'm ready for some football. <laughs> Jeff Wolf. Man. We should hear about London on Wednesday. I believe the NFL is releasing their uh primetime uh games that the dates and times on wednesday and then okay. amazon prime look out for that on thursday morning too as well because amazon prime is going to have their list out of mm. who's playing those thursday games but yeah but okay cool thanks for that um yeah shout out to everybody in the chat shout out to everybody tuning in to the show you know 
Shout out to uh, um, dinner. I need to eat dinner. Eat God, dinner. not the Move stomach, it. bro. Hey, yeah, I know, right? Uh, Chase didn't have the hot dogs ready, so I got God, not the glizzy with no bread. Yeah. Shit, um, you ain't had no trouble. Shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, shout out to all the one timers, man. I want y'all leave that leave that emoji in the chat. One one the one timers, man. Leave that in the chat, man. Let's go out on that. And I appreciate y'all coming and supporting, man. If y'all if y'all if y'all mess with us, man, you know, leave a like, comment, subscribe, you know. We can fast forward to an upcoming event. There's no po- podcast July 20th or the 24th. I'm just going to put that out there. There's no podcast on Wednesday, <laughs> July 20th yeah, yeah. or Sunday, July 24th. Yeah, as yeah. me and Bodie <laughs> will be attending Rolling Loud down there in Miami. So please, there will be no show. On July 20th or the 24th. But we're going to post some pictures for you. Hanging out with Travis Scott. No, I'm just playing. Um, Lisa said, uh, Bodie said, shout out to dinner. He hasn't ate since uh, yesterday. Shit. I'm fasting, man. Calm down. One time for the fans. It's always good talking Falcons football with everybody once again. Chase, Glad to have you here. Bodie, glad to have you here. We'll be back on Sunday. We're going to talk about the Falcons' schedule. Anything that happens this week with the Atlanta Falcons, we will talk about that too as well. Subscribe to the channel. Hit follow, like on our pages. One time for the fan. Twitter, follow us. Um, We got a lot going on this season. We're going to be presenting a lot of content to you all this season. We'd love to get to 1,000 subscribers this year. I'm surprised... All the love and support that we've got since day one, Bodie. That 12-hour show really means something that we did when we first started. And look at this now. Now we're diehards just like you all, Falcons fans. So come on back. Tune into another episode yeah, of One Time for the Fans. Shout out Birdo in the chat. I forgot to say. Shout out Birdo. Birdo, Jeff Wolf, me. Lisa Shepard, Lowski, oh, yeah. uh, Country, Thomas Scott. Falls Star uh, Falcon. Uh, Falcon. Everybody. Deloach, I see all y'all, man. Miles, Jay Black, there's so many people, man. There's so many people right now. I can't. Antonio, Jarnell, Cosmo, uh, Veranda, uh, what's that? Verandos, uh, Red Swarm, Stevie Carrega. Yeah, I can keep going. I, I don't want to mess up this. Uh, even shout out to the Jazz fans, Sean. Appreciation for us. One time, Kenny's in the building. Envy us. Bijan is better than Travis Etienne. I think Jarnell knows that Bijan is better than Travis Etienne. Uh, Jarnell, before you go, Jags fan in the chat, uh, do you know that Bijan Robinson is better than Travis Etienne? <laughs> Let's see if he throws in Clemson's uh, I hope national you know championship. That. You think he's going to throw in Clemson's national championship? I don't know. <laughs> you think he's going to throw it in? Love how one time for the fan has grown. We're doing the best we can. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. We we have grown, and I ain't as shy on this camera like I used to be. I was just, I was just on here in the corner. Man. <laughs> it's a little different now. Yeah. It's a little different. Now. Yeah, if you go back and watch our first couple of shows, Bodie used to be off camera talking. Like Bodie, you want to? I was. I was, like, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and one episode, Bodie was like, "Don't make things." Yeah. Is it on? Don't make things. One time for the fan. We'll be back on uh, Thursday. 
me, Thomas, and Big Hook, Big Country talking um, Falcons football and talking about the schedule. Next week, Sunday, we'll be back at 8 o'clock talking about the upcoming schedule for the Atlanta Falcons. Lisa Shepard knows Bijan is better than Etienne. Um, every Falcon fan knows in here Bijan is better than Etienne. But we'll see y'all back. Hit that like. Hit that share. <laughs> hit that subscribe. Oh, remember our – until we get a new outro. Hold on. Uh, don't play that classical music again. Until we get a new outro, this is how we're going to end the show. <laughs> Hold on. Jeez. Told you that other one was better. Put me to sleep. <laughs> one time for the fan. <laughs> see what y'all next time. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> 8 p.m. We'll see y'all later, y'all. Rise up. Peace out. Jeez.